0: so hi one of the good night's podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with i'm
1: steven (laughs) and i'm nick and we're from the band wilder
0: (laughs) we're gonna ask some questions today about their new ep bad bad luck i'm gonna start so congrats on that by the way guys how do you feel about the response to it so far
2: thank you uh, i mean go for it we we feel great uh it's been amazing to like get this out and we, we recorded it back in like early January of 2020. Wow. Uh, so to be like sitting on it for a good a good minute now, uh, it's just nice to have it out and like for everyone to hear it as a whole. Have we been listening to it for you know almost two years now?
0: <laughs> it's a long time to sit on EP. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. So,
2: Oof. I mean, it kind of worked in our favor though. You know, we were in the studio right before the pandemic hit. Um, and so it gave us a lot of time to kind of plan everything out exactly how we wanted to mm-hmm. make it work, you know, and, uh, drop it when we wanted to as well. All right, For fine. sure.
3: Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art?
1: Ooh, Steven, uh, you, should, you could probably get into the name, but I, I wanted to say something about the cover art because we just, just did an interview about this and I was like, it made me think because like at first it was more so like the disco the whole disco ball vibe was something we wanted to like kind of play on because at the time this is like in july 2020 like mid 2020 we were starting to mess with the imagery Mm -hmm. and figure out what we wanted not too many bands were like messing with that and i've seen quite a few like come out with some disco ball stuff uh this year but i think like for us like if there's any really meaning behind it it's like kind of assigned after the fact because that Mm kind of happens with us um but, like, a theme in the songs is kind of like very upbeat instrumentals and then more somber lyrics. And it almost seems like the disco ball can like represent kind of like a party. And then, like, yeah. the, the big break is kind of like, like, oh, like, there's like some Trump, there's trouble here, you know? Like, or like, I don't know, whenever people go to like a show or a club or something, like, they're all happy, but you know, they all have their stuff going on, you know, mm. at home, whatever. So, something like that.
3: Okay. That's cool.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. for the EP
2: title, uh, this was kind of like, I mean obviously based off the song title Bad Bad Luck and kind of like going into like the meaning of that song a little bit um, is uh, like I've never been a person to actually have bad luck and so kind of like the the like the like meaning kind of like twists into it as like kind of going deep into like our, our roots of like being an organized religion for a while um, and just like now it's like, oh, they like curse in their music and they say bad words and they do other <laughs> other things, you know. We're like yeah. looked upon as like as like these like outcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I kind of in my mind it kinda like made sense for like, you know, I always hear like a two negatives make a positive. Mm-hmm. So that's why it says bad bad together.
0: Okay.
2: Um when it's kinda it's I mean, in a sense, kinda like big, like fuck you to them.
0: <laughs> All right. As a shooter. Uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP?
2: yeah um uh, most of uh or a good chunk of these songs uh were kind of written back when uh we had our old band hearts like Lions, and not like in a whole kind of general whole but just kind of like musically uh nick myself and then uh our buddies luke and michael we went and took a trip out to joshua tree in like 2019 right nick yeah That's yeah
0: 2019
2: spent a week out there uh and like literally just wrote music all day uh pretty much wrote music and then drank beers and then cooked food at the end of the night uh, all together and it was like, awesome <laughs> that's released that like four of these songs came came out of mm-hmm. um but the song oh no is going to be the first song that nick and i like wrote together as as wilder like with wilder in mind mm-hmm. um and kind of just like our writing kind of style how it works is like usually uh i'll write like a chorus or a verse or a verse and like kind of get like a hook of what i think mm-hmm. and then i kind of show it to nick uh nick kind of like plays around nick also plays uh, knows how to play guitar too as well so him and i kind of work together on just like chord structure um lyrically also like um i know how to play drums but i'm not a drummer oh. um mm-hmm. so like i'll kind of like tell nick in like what like drum beats, I'm hearing in my head too, as well. So it's a big, like, collaborative effort. Um, but then also, we're very, like, we work very well under pressure and we'll, like, literally write in the studio while we're there, uh, which probably isn't always the best thing, but it turns out great.
3: <laughs> <All right. laughs> so
2: it, is, it, it turns out pretty stressful sometimes, but especially when we're on a time crunch.
3: Uh, so, can you tell me where your headspace is at while you're creating this record.
1: Ooh. Um, I can I can go in on that. We when we wrote the instrumentals, we were really trying to figure out how to like break out of the Christian music scene, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that point, we were pretty uh, like pigeonholed into it. Not like not the worship like super super CCM music scene, more so like the I don't know tooth and nail like Emery like that whole that whole world, and we really like had grown out of it by 2019 and really wanted to like get out but like it was really hard because it's like to do that you have to like undergo a a huge transformation and like intentionally make a lot of moves if you want to keep the same band Mm -hmm. and do that so for us like we that was kind of in the back of our minds the whole time um So when we decided to, like, just go with Wilder and just kind of scrap the old thing and start something brand new, it was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say, like, in the studio, at least on my end, it was, like, how can we really make these songs, like, pop and, like, stand out more so than anything we've ever done, you know? And I Mm -hmm. think uh, as far as the instrumentals go, like, I know, like, for myself, like, I really wanted to, like, push for more, like, groove and, like, less the loud like emo warped four kind of stuff and more so like very like precise like intentional songwriting kind of stuff um and then Steve, i'm sure you had a lot of on the on your end as well
2: yeah i mean kind of just in that realm to end, at least like when we were at least like riding during like when we were in the desert there's a lot of like rider's block that happened like plenty times where we just kind of like hit something or we're, like All right we're stuck now where do we go from here? and then just like taking a bunch of breaks. And like, I think I like even coming from that time too, like we're like, Nick and I also work full time. um, So it's like, we're both kind of like juggling, like full time, like also like family. I'm married and I have two kids. And so just like, there's so many times like where you like don't have the time that most other people have time to like put in effort, like to create music. And so uh it like made us be like extra intentional with our steps kind of how nick was saying Mm -hmm. and like how exactly we wanted to do things and like making sure we're using like every second that we had to do exactly what we wanted uh which really kind of pushed into like the kind of lyrical content too that came out of it of just like being stuck like creatively for a while and finally like having this new release of we're gonna start something completely new and like wipe an old project that we had for 10 years and just kind of like the excitement of of that and the unknown kind of like brought to life like a whole new like vibe with us to be able to like write music differently and also just like come up with things like on the spot and also uh just like honestly having just Nick and I, like having two people and like our manager Rachel, like three people to discuss things with mm-hmm. is so much easier than having like a full band to kinda of like bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Cause Nick and I are like on the same page and usually like what would take a normal week to like hash out and figure out nick and i are just like within hours like all right we're on the same page like let's keep it going
3: yeah that's good
0: i love that sorry i had my mic muted uh so how do you recommend your fans listen to the ep for the first time in the car with friends in the dark with headphones on is it a party album workout ep what is it
2: oh man i feel like it's kind of like all of the above i mean at least for me the first way i loved hearing Like when we first got the masters was like just blasting it in my earphones like because there's just so many like other nuances that you hear that are like layered within it that normally like you wouldn't consider layered in like in indie rock or like punk rock kind of way um so i would say like definitely like first all right yeah i don't know because i mean like also it's like definitely one of those ones that you just kind of blast in your car Mm -hmm. like maybe for me at least i'd recommend like blasting in your car with your friends like having fun but then like when you're ready to like dig into it a little deeper and experience it on a different level, like throw those headphones in. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if you have anything else, Nick, you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I, I'd i agree. Like I know for myself, whenever I check out new music, if I'm around other people, I'm too distracted. Dang. And like, I really want to like take the whole thing in for myself and like see how I feel about it. So if you're like me, just throw the headphones on and, and go do something or uh, i also really like like doing night drives and just listening to music um so that's probably like how i best recommend it because it's just a whole vibe you know mm-hmm. um and this this i think our songs can you can do that with them or you can like put it on at a cookout when when like your friends are there and everyone's drinking beers and stuff because that's kind of the vibe of it as well if you've seen the music video for the last song we did you know that's literally it
0: but yeah All right. Perfect. Like all
3: right uh so this one should be super super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. Both of you have to do it.
2: Oh wow. Nick, you start because you the first oh. two I'm thinking in my
1: head are like already from what somebody told you, so Oh you jerk. Okay. Um Okay, so you're gonna do those two words. I know what you're gonna say. No no no, I'm, I'm saying also... like you go first, you go first because I'll steal your words. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I want me to go. Like first. those okay. are those are
2: your words. Like those words came from your mouth.
1: <laughs> okay, so our friend who we taught the songs to to play bass. Ah, uh, can I uh, can I
0: do four words?
1: No, <laughs> it, it has to, to be three.
0: We'll let you hyphen one of them.
1: Yeah, you can hyphen one of
0: them.
1: All right, dance hyphen emo. That's one word. So dance okay. emo. Dance okay. Okay. Uh, I would say. The next word is going to be honest, Mm -hmm. and then I think the final one is going to be fun. To be honest,
3: all right, okay, Okay. yeah,
1: yeah. For me, I would say energetic, uh,
2: loud, um, and sincere. Okay,
0: I like all those words. Uh, So, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the EP?
2: I think kind of like the what's kind of, like, been true to our songs, like, even just, like, everything that Nick and I have, like, done together musically is, like, I think, like, the beauty about music is it always, like, changes meanings. Um, And for, to me, like, even kind of going through it was fun with just, like, reading reviews about the EP Mm -hmm. and then just people, like, thinking what... I was in my like thinking what headspace I was in like while I was writing these songs like and reading them and be like this is not even like hitting it on the mark (laughs) but that's like but that's like what I feel like that's what music is about because you as a listener like get to listen and get to like kind of create like your own narrative for it Mm -hmm. um and I think like it's it's like a fun and interesting vibe because like you might think you know like and you like experience it, the song in one way and mm-hmm. then like once you like actually find out like what the song was written about like you kind of get to see it on that more personal level
0: Yeah. but
2: then even me myself like, uh, like I remember writing all of the like behind the scenes for the songs and what they're about And then, Mm -hmm. like months later, like listening to them again, I'm like, "Whoa, this is like hitting way different right now." Like, I feel like it's hitting a whole new like aspect of life. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like it just kind of like kind of changes like whatever whatever like the listener's feeling in that moment. I feel like it's gonna like they'll connect with that song, however they're gonna connect with it. Okay,
3: that's good.
0: Okay. Nick, anything to add?
1: Um, it it was your question was more so like, how do you want people to connect with it? Is that correct? Mm, Pretty much, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i like when when people can come up with their own interpretation of songs like i uh, there's certain songs that are like really about something like a lot of punk songs and like pol- political songs but like for ours you know they're they they definitely have meaning for us and like what we wrote them about um subject matter wise but i know that kind of like the say what or I could kind of go off what Steven said like they do change meaning after a while mm-hmm. like if, if you're in a different place in life it's going to mean something different to you you know and and that's that's kind of the beauty of it it, it evolves you know mm-hmm. but I think I would want people to um just have it be almost a, a a an escape you know like that's a huge part of art for me is like going somewhere else you know like be having the freedom to experience something that takes you out of, like, your day-to-day, whatever you got going on, and then you can go back to that, you know? But um, art always can take you away from that, so. Sure. Like
3: Good that. answers. Uh, so, by listening to this EP, what band or artist influence pops out the most to you two? Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. Man. I think for, for me, uh, there's two LA bands that we really uh like and listen to a lot called one's called bad sons and one's called Honey. Mm-hmm. And they're actually like I think they know each other. Then they're they're kinda like it's kind of this LA like indie pop kind of sound. Um Honey's more like upbeat and a little more punky. And Bad Sons is like more in like the, the pop realm. Mm-hmm. But like for me at least, I think the way I played my drum beats and the way that I tried to like shape the instrumentals was like influenced by that for sure. All
0: right we cover honey every single time they put out a new single so oh we like them over here yes
1: oh hell yeah where are you guys from by the way
0: i'm in jersey
3: i'm in virginia Mm -hmm.
0: so east coast yeah steven anything to add or do you agree
2: yeah uh it's funny because it's hard to like hear them kind of separately like when we had written these songs like i think we had like titled them with like the bands that like we kind of like almost like rip the genre off of <laughs> um and so like for instance like see through like for me at least like has a huge like jimmy Eat world vibe uh nice. like by my tongue has like at least like that kind of like ending of it like definitely for me like has a huge like 21 pilots kind of vibe uh bad bad luck like bad sons kind of like uh, nick kind of hit on that um i feel like for hang up it's like a whole completely kind of tie- like for hang up and oh no i feel like those are our like like that's us like that's wilder like i it's even hard to like put us in our own like genre or like whatever we would fall into Mm -hmm. um but at least for me those are like ones at least where i listen to and i don't really hear like any other band like except us because i feel like somehow we've got to like create this like unique kind of vibe for us, and I still don't really even know what to call it, or know how where it fits anywhere. <laughs> to mm-hmm. be honest, but yeah, that's that's uh, those are my answers for that. All
0: right. Uh, so, what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this record?
1: Ooh. Okay, well, the the studio we recorded in, it's called Barefoot Recording Barefoot Studios or Barefoot Recording Studios. It was in Hollywood, but it's like legendary like steven wonder uh, recorded there oh my God. um queens of the stone age recorded songs for the deaf there i think um they had they had dave grohl's snare drum there and it was like so, so like, i'm sure he owns a million of them but i got to use one of them on the song oh
3: that's so uh, cool hang up.
1: yeah if, if you listen to hang up you know, uh, it's like a production thing but like you can <laughs> hear the snare sounds a little different than the rest of the record mm-hmm. it's like really huge and like like bah um and I love the way that sounds. And it was just like this massive, like uh, snare drum made out of brass, and like it belonged to Gabriel. And that was like super cool for me. Hell
0: yeah! What's really
2: that? Cool. Yeah, like yeah, you like what the All American Rejects film like? Uh, or they recorded their what was it like what's the song "Hope Gives You Hell"? Oh, g- gives you hell, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. They did all that Damn. there, like taking back Sunday, recorded louder now there, and most of their oh, records. Man. Um, So it was like very like nostalgic to be in there while we were there also like Laney was recording right next to us, too so that was like another random like little funny thing in there, but um, I would say for just honestly like being in that studio was like a whole different vibe and use and we have like so much more space than what we're used to like when we used to record in Sacramento Uh so like Nick and I like didn't go stir crazy. Nick played a lot of Dark Souls on his uh, Nintendo
1: <laughs> Switch. Uh, that, that did happen a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're living yeah, a good yeah. life.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were. We really were. That was. That was like a. It was like a vacation where you're like working sixteen, like not sixteen, like fourteen hours a day, twelve hours a day. But yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. It up. In yeah, Hollywood. we
1: just got
2: to like create like a whole different way than we're used to. And like who we did like past records with with our old band. Uh, we went with this uh, with our buddy. His name's Drew Owens based in Sacramento. and like he creates like amazing stuff too. And like he's like a crazy like has a crazy ear when it comes to drums. Like I remember when like we recorded stuff with him, he would tune the drums to each like note in the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the opposite of like working with Mike that we did uh, for yeah, Bad Bad God. Luck and for Wilder. Like, I think that's like the most guitars I've ever played on a record. And <laughs> played like three or four different guitars on each song. God damn. Um, and so just like walking through those moments and like doing something that was completely like out of the normal for us was just a fun experience and helped us like not go stir crazy in one place.
0: All right.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh, so, for these last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music if that's okay with you guys.
1: Yeah, cool.
3: Sick. So, we're going to go straight to Death Row. Boom. So, if you're on Death Row, what would your last meal be with a drink?
0: Why'd you say that so aggressive, oh, Corey? At first I, I thought know. you were going to talk about
1: Death Row records, and I was like, oh, you're... you're See, you're, we yeah. haven't done is, that in a while. This is going to be great. Uh, no, so if I was on Death Row and I wanted... Dude, okay. If I was about to croak... So if I was about to get the old the Fauci Alci of death,
0: you're crouching in a couple hours.
1: I, yeah, yeah, I would want I would want some tacos from like a taqueria somewhere in L.A. Mm-hmm, like
3: mm-hmm.
1: like four tacos and just like a huge Modelo beer, nice ice cold Modelo.
0: All
3: right,
1: huh? and yeah, I'd probably have to go like
2: freaking probably like a nice like ribeye steak like with. Seared with, like, a great butter base, you know? I mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> don't even need, like, extra fix and stuff on the side, but probably, like, with an old-fashioned.
0: All right. Solid. Uh So if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live?
2: Oh, Lord oh. of the Rings right away. That's- oh, That's man, you
1: stole mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can, we can live together. You guys can
2: live together. And, uh, have me- a band, yeah. like, we can fucking uh, play in Mordor, you know?
1: Mm-hmm dude that okay It's on, on that I really want to see the fantasy genre like incorporate more of like a mute, like live show aspect almost and it, like I don't know like they all roll up to a pub and then they're like all rocking out in like the basement and they're playing like old instruments or something I don't know someone's gotta write it that'd yeah. be cool Lord of the Rings pretty sure. you yeah I yeah, mean like The, like the hey, Hobbit hey, the Hobbit kind hey, of hit on that you're giving me but... ideas <laughs> well you know how like in Lord of the Rings Marion and Pippin are on the table like singing mm-hmm. and they're like they, oh they're, yeah with the beer like but that times like like, like an actual concert where like it, it's all indoor and everyone's like in their like medieval outfits yeah. and everyone's like getting drunk and singing that'd be so sick be oh really my gosh
0: I mean you guys could make it mandatory for your shows that you have to dress like you're straight out of the 1700s <gasps> oh there we yeah. go yeah. you can't come in yeah like just for like yeah. one show cause I don't know how mm-hmm. that would go over on like a tour but
3: yeah
0: <laughs> Maybe just like a hometown, you know? like Ring. Halloween or something.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean we could do like a Lord of the Rings tour. It's like join Wilder on their
1: their quest to Mordor, like to destroy. No. <laughs> stop, that'd be
3: so cool.
1: And then once we go to Mordor, we just quit the band and, and stop. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sick.
0: Call them, call them they don't know it's our farewell tour. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh,
1: god,
3: horrible.
0: Nick, do you have oh. a specific world that you would like to live in?
1: are talking about Lord of the Rings or if we're talking about
0: yeah, just like in general, because I, I can't remember if you gave an answer or not.
1: Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh yeah, it, it was Lord of, Rings, Lord of the Rings, but if I would if I were to choose like a certain part of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> no <laughs> It <Big> froze.
1: <laughs> okay. There's an island of us it's called it's it's an island of the star, it's called Luminous. That's where I would want to live. Alright. The first in the Lord of the Rings from Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to try and go back in. Here. Yeah.
3: So, I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Ooh. What is your favorite color? Okay. Favorite color? Favorite color. Ooh.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like mine's kind of like green, like this green that I'm kind of wearing right now. I okay. yeah. Like kind of dusty forest green, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. musty. I gotta go with black. Dusty. Black is my favorite color. Okay. Good
0: Solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as Glory mm-hmm. said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you guys like to plug?
2: Oh, man. Uh. Yeah, go ahead,
1: Nick. Plug it. Wh- when's this show coming out? In like Ooh, two like or three two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you have any listeners in the SoCal area, we are doing our debut show here in Long Beach at a venue called Supply and Demand. Uh, tickets are on sale now. It's only 10 bucks to get in, uh, and it's limited capacity. It's like only 150, so mm-hmm. get them while it's hot.
0: All right. Uh, well, thank you for sending this guy. has been Wilder, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.